Let's talk about roommates. Having a roommate can be a really fun and memorable part of college, but it can also be tough. Each student is raised differently, and at times, this can cause friction. Now keep in mind that college is a time for learning and growth. So it's normal for roommates to change during their time together as they grow into independent adults. To begin, let's talk about the moment your son or daughter receives their roommate assignment. I have one do for you and I have one don't. So let's just go ahead, we'll start with the don't, all right? So when your student gets their roommate assignment, there's one thing I don't want you or your student to do. I don't want you guys to immediately swarm the roommate's social media profiles, okay? Or Google them. The reason I'm asking you not to do this is because it can lead to incorrect assumptions, which could potentially ruin a chance for a successful roommate relationship. If you think about what you see on a social media profile, what you're seeing is just a highlight, not the whole picture, okay? You can think about your son or daughter's social media presence. Do they share all the good and all the bad? Probably not, right? So we're gonna ask you not to make those assumptions and not to jump to conclusions on the character of the student based on what you just see online, okay? We're gonna ask you to give that student a chance. Now, in terms of the one thing I do want you to do when your student gets their roommate assignment is this, okay? I want you to strongly encourage your student to call their roommate, to introduce himself, and begin the process of getting to know each other. Now, I know cold calling a stranger may be hard to do, and it might seem old-fashioned, especially for this generation. But they're going to get a better feel for their roommate doing this instead of sending a text message. In fact, 60% of our students who lived with us this school year, they told us that they had their first meaningful conversation with their roommate regarding shared expectations and what they needed from each other. They had that conversation before they moved in or on their first day living together. So here's my advice to do. Have your students skip the text and have them make the call. Next, let's talk about roommate concerns. Now, unfortunately, your student's roommate is not going to be able to read your son or daughter's mind. Problems will arise and that's to be expected. What's important is that roommates openly discuss these small conflicts as they come up instead of letting it bottle up. Now, when it comes to roommate conflicts, the item we can usually trace it back to is a lack of communication. So learning how to work through a conflict, we know that takes some courage and it takes some practice as well. But most of all, it takes both roommates working together to fix the problem. Now we can tell you from firsthand experience that students avoiding those little small conflicts, avoiding it is not going to make it go away. All right, oftentimes that can only make the situation worse. So what I want you to know as a parent is that our staff are willing to help coach your student through those difficult roommate conversations in the event that they need some reinforcement or support. 
Now, after students move in, we will provide each roommate pair some conversation topics for them to talk about. And then also during the fourth week of class, we will have students sit down together with a roommate and complete a roommate agreement. So these are great tools for students to really sit down and to have that conversation about what's okay to share, when's it okay to have guests, who's going to clean up the space, etc. So those are some tools that we'll put in place once your student arrives. Now, a lot of times parents want to know about, they want to know how many students have roommate conflicts or roommate problems. What I want to tell you is from 2020, the academic year, 85% of residents reported either they didn't have any roommate conflicts or when they did have conflicts, they talked with their roommate about the issue. So again, talking with the roommate is going to solve a lot of the issues along the way. There are very few students that decide to pursue a room change as a result of a, of a roommate situation gone bad. So just keep that in mind. Most of these can be resolved with a little bit of work from both parties. So you may be wondering when your student will receive their roommate assignment. And the answer is, it depends. If your student applied for housing by the April 2nd priority deadline, your student will be eligible to choose their own roommate April 5th through the 26th in the housing and dining portal through a process that we call roommate matching. If your student is eligible for this process, information will be emailed to them about how it works so that they can pick their own roommate. If your student applied for housing after April 2nd, they will be assigned to a room and a roommate and they can expect to receive their room and roommate assignment in June and July. So as soon as our department makes an assignment for a student, it's gonna show up right away in the housing and dining portal. So if your son or daughter is ever wondering if an assignment was made, that's where I would redirect them to check first. Additionally, when we make those assignments in the summer, we will also send an email to the students so that they're notified that way as well. Lastly, let's talk about room changes. Now, if your student is interested in making a change to their room assignment or their roommate assignment before they move in, the process that they're going to want to utilize for that is called the wish list request form. Yes, I said wish list. <laughs> in a nutshell, what this process does is that it allows students to tell us what they're hoping to change their room or roommate assignment to. And if we're able to make that happen, we will. Information about the wish list process will be available on our website beginning in May, so you can check there for the form and for any other relevant information. Now, after your student moves in, the first chance they'll have to change rooms is during room change days. And so room change days takes place after the second week of class, and during this time, students can basically select any available space at that time, and when we approve the room change, they can start moving in a matter of days, okay? Um, after room change days is over, we still allow students to change rooms 
They can continue to do that until about the end of the fall semester. We do have a deadline, generally three weeks before the end of the semester, so we'll cut off the ability for students to change rooms. But so there's going to be many weeks in both the fall semester and the spring semester to change the room assignment if that is something that your student is looking to do. Now for students who are interested in a single room, what I can tell you is that we have very limited single rooms on our main campus. You'll probably find the highest percentage of single rooms at Stadium Heights due to our reduced occupancy due to COVID. So that may be something that you consider checking out for students who are looking for their own space. Students during the school year can always add their name to the single room wait list. So in the event they didn't get the single room that they wanted, once classes start in the fall, we will open up the single room wait list and students can start adding their name to that list. And when a space comes open and it's we've reached their name on the list, we will offer it out to them to see if that is a space they would like to take advantage of.